Hey, it's Justin Pontier on the Mixed Morning Grind. Our Heartland Tour rolls on this morning as we celebrate Fort Saskatchewan. Gail Catcher, the mayor of Fort Saskatchewan, is on the line with me now. Gail, how are you? I'm great, Justin. Uh, beautiful day in Fort Saskatchewan and looking forward to another great week of uh, really good weather. Yeah, here's hoping. How's your summer been so far? Uh, summer's been busy and, uh, you know, it was hot for a while. Uh, but you know what? We're still, still able to get out and enjoy, uh, enjoy the backyard and, and, uh, family and friends. So it's been a good summer. After so long of not being able to enjoy a lot of those things, Fort Saskatchewan is back rolling here when it comes to uh, a lot of the economy and to, to families enjoying uh, time with each other. Uh, that must be a, a kind of a nice thing to see from your perspective. It really has been, um, you know, it's been really exciting to get out to so many events. I've been taking in the football games that have been going in, going on and really encourage people. It's a great outdoor sport and we've got the Falcons that are coming up uh, this weekend that are going to have it. So, um, you know, just being able to get out and go to some concerts, the Harmonize, the Symphony in the Park, you know, all of these things just make our community so special. And we have so many trails and the West River's Edge. You know what? If a person can't find something to do in Fort Saskatchewan, then it's their own fault. Absolutely. There is no shortage of items, that's for sure. So if I was to ask you, because I know that you go to a lot of conferences and, and other things uh, in uh, different places, and I'm sure people want to talk about your community. So when people ask you, tell us about your town. Maybe they're, they're from a different province, don't know Fort Saskatchewan. What is it you tell them? Well, the first thing I probably tell them is the city of Fort Saskatchewan is the gateway to Alberta's industrial heartland. I tell them that, but I say we are just a really fantastic city that has got trails. We have the river valley beside us. We have amenities really that will suit anybody's needs. So if you come to Fort Saskatchewan, you're going to find something to do. We're warm, we're welcoming. And uh, you know what? If you're uh, staying around in a hotel for for a little while, people get to know you and uh, they really want to make you feel like you're part of this community. So really, it's about being a warm and welcoming community with lots of activities to do. Well, and I think from a family perspective, I keep on seeing this, lots of young families moving to the community uh, for a lot of those reasons that it is a vibrant place, but also has kind of that small town feel that a lot of uh, folks have been telling us about this morning. And and that's something that's special because when we go out and talk to our citizens, um, we always ask them, what do they love about Fort Saskatchewan? And, and even though we are a city of probably almost 30,000 by now, they say it's that small town feel because you know your neighbors, you can go shopping and you get to know the people who are in the stores. People just seem to take that extra time uh, with care and attention. And you know what? You're right. With all these young families, everybody's getting out and getting to know one another. And it's just wonderful. You know, when I moved here a number of years ago, we didn't have the young families. And, and it was a real concern that it was becoming you know, uh, we were losing our next generation to going to communities that had these amenities. So to have our children and our grandchildren being able to stay here now, you know, it's heartwarming. And, you know, we want to keep that going. We want to have multiple generations here. So we've been hearing a lot of background stories uh, when it comes to to different folks, different leaders in different communities that we've been talking uh, to through the Heartland Tour. Uh, tell us about how you arrived in Fort Saskatchewan. How did that all pan out? 
Well, my husband was with the Royal Bank, and uh, we we used to say when you worked for the Royal Bank, you traveled Alberta. So we were living in Lethbridge, and he got a transfer to Fort Saskatchewan. And I said, gee, I'm not going to Saskatchewan. I'm like most people. They just didn't know where Fort Saskatchewan was. We, uh, we arrived here in uh, 1989 or 1990 and fell in love with this community, you know, and uh, since then, it has been home for us. We've raised our children here. Uh, I have grandchildren that are living here. And uh, that's kind of the story. You know, I worked for the city since uh, since really I moved here and uh, then became elected. So I have a, a wonderful story of Fort Saskatchewan. So it's definitely a love story for me. So in those over three decades that you've been here, what are some of the big things that have changed uh, for the better that you've seen? Some of the things that have propelled our community forward is the fact that we've actually invested in the community. Um, in 2005, of course, uh, Mayor Hodgins got the Dow Centennial Center approved, and that actually initiated the the development across the highway. So that's that's what made that development happen. And uh, with that, um, later we had West River's Edge that was developed. Uh, we've, we've incorporated numerous trail systems. We've been listening to what our residents have said, and you know what, we have, uh, we have invested. Um, you know, building the new RCMP detachment was something that was really needed. But by taking the old one and making and giving it to families first, that's something that's really grassroots and really speaks to the heart of this community that we look after our citizens. So those are just a few things. I mean, we've done the gym center. Um, you know, we've made sure we upgrade all our amenities and uh, it's just fantastic. So uh, people are finding that if they are looking for an activity, uh, a program or a service, We've got it here now in Fort Saskatchewan. Featuring Fort Saskatchewan as our final Heartland tour stop of the summer. Mary Gail Catcher is on the line. Now, looking forward over the next few years, uh, what, do you, what do you see from Fort Saskatchewan? I, I know that uh, there's many projects underway, but what are the, some of the things that excite you about the future of the town? Well, the first thing that excites me, and it's going to open next year, of course, is the twinning of the bridge. That is That's a big make- one everybody's life much better and uh, I'm really excited for that one and to have the pedestrian underpass uh, across over there. I mean the other things that we're going to look at of course is looking at the 10-year capital budget and really starting to put emphasis on what's next. Um, To me you have to invest in your community and I think that uh, when we invest in our community it says to our citizens we really care about them. So it's really about nailing down what is the next project we have been working so hard to get our financial house in order that um you know we're going to be able to do another project so the next council is really going to have to put focus on what is it going to be on the personal life side of things what do you enjoying enjoy doing on evenings and weekends and the time that uh, you do have to yourself I really enjoy just getting out and going to all of the events. Um, it's really hard to take off the mayor's hat. I'll be honest about that because I feel like, you know, the community is my family and I want to be out celebrating with them all the time. So on evenings and weekends, I am out there being just part of the community. Um, also do a few weddings. So uh, anybody wanting to get married, there's your plug. 
do that too. Uh, you know what? I just stay very busy at uh, community events. Like I said, uh, Saturdays uh, was football games, concert in the park, a uh, couple of weddings. Uh, to me, it's really about being with my community family. Gail Catcher, that is the mayor of Fort Saskatchewan. Thank you so much for taking some time, uh, Mayor, to talk to us about uh, Fort Saskatchewan today. Of course, uh, the city that we call home here at Mix 107 and our final community on the Heartland Tour this summer. Is there anything else you want to add? I just want to say, you know, for anybody listening, if you haven't been to Fort Saskatchewan, you really need to take the time to come out, take a drive through, come through our downtown, just explore our community. Because if you do, you will truly fall in love with the community and the citizens that live here. Mary Gail Catcher on the Heartland Tour. Hey, it's Justin Pontnier on the Mixed Morning Grind. The Heartland Tour is on and we're featuring Fort Saskatchewan as our final stop of the season. Nathan Flynn joins me now, the owner of the Fort Distillery. Nathan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Justin? I'm doing fantastic. Let's start with a little bit of background story on the Fort Distillery. Tell us how it came to be. I'm a chemist. That's uh, kind of my educational background. And I always knew I wanted to do something in business. Uh, And I was reading an article in a chemistry magazine one day about a bunch of chemists opening a distillery. And I thought, hey, I'm a chemist. I like booze. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's kind of how it it got uh, the the idea in my mind. We opened in uh, 2018 here in Fort Saskatchewan. And uh, it's been a pretty wild ride ever since. We've got a cocktail lounge here. Uh, We distribute our products uh, now across Western Canada and a little bit into the States now, which is uh, pretty exciting. Uh, so that's that's kind of how the, the distillery came to be. And obviously, it's called the Fort Distillery because we're in Fort Saskatchewan. We're really proud to be, uh, you know, Fort Saskatchewan based. And uh, and we love doing business here. So why 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 base it out of Fort Saskatchewan? Was it the fact that that was, uh, you know, your the place where you called home or was there some other reason? Because you could have opened it anywhere in the capital region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, for one, we do live here. Um, so, I mean, it, it was kind of an obvious um, starting point, um, but that's not the only reason, right? I mean, obviously, we could have opened in Edmonton or Short Park or something like that. Um, so there's a couple of reasons. We love the community feel here in the Fort Saskatchewan. We've lived here for about eight years now, and um, there's there's just so many great events that happen here, you know, parades, trade shows, farmers markets, all that kind of stuff. And And we always thought it would be great to have a business that could be involved in that community as well. Um, We like that Fort Saskatchewan is a it's a city, but it still kind of has that small town feel. So it really feels like we're a business that's part of the community. Whereas I feel like if we were in Edmonton or a bigger center, you know, you're, you're just kind of another number, right? Um, whereas here in the fort, we're like Fort Saskatchewan's distillery. Um, you know, we love being here as part of this community. Um, it's, it's nice that Fort Saskatchewan is close to the capital region because we, um, we love being part of a smaller community, but we're still able to access um, you know, the larger center amenities um, that we sometimes need to in order to run the business. Um, so that was just a couple of the reasons that we that we chose Fort Saskatchewan. Also, it's a very friendly business environment. Um, you know, the city is great to work with. The permitting departments are usually pretty great to work with compared to a larger city. So um, those were just a couple of the reasons that we uh, chose to open up here. Well, you mentioned a little bit before that it has been a wild ride since opening. Opening in 2018 and given what we've seen over the last 16, 17 months, whatever it's been, uh, how has it been running a business in Fort Saskatchewan or running a business at all during this time? It's had to have been uh, full of ups and downs all along the way. 
probably if COVID had happened, you know, right when we started the business, it would have been a lot worse because when we first started, we relied really heavily on uh, our cocktail lounge and selling bottles like out of the, you know, out of the actual distillery itself. Thankfully, by the time COVID started, um, the majority of our revenue comes from, you know, distribution to liquor stores and restaurants and stuff like that. So um, financially, it wasn't too big of a hit. But we did have to close down our cocktail lounge. It's been closed for, you know, basically over a year now, um, which, you know, obviously isn't great. We've got this awesome spot here and, and we weren't able to have anybody coming out. So um, that was, you know, disappointing and, and kind of sad, but obviously understood, uh, you know, in light of things going on in the world. Um, so that, that's been interesting for sure. One of the main effects that COVID has had on our business is, is more so in the supply chain. Right. It's it's hard to get ingredients. It's hard to get bottles, caps, um, like all that kind of stuff. COVID has had a huge effect on that, like on the shipping industry, um, on a lot of manufacturing. So that's been a struggle for us is just trying to uh, maintain a steady flow of the supplies that we need to produce uh, the products that we do. Nathan Flynn is on the line, the owner of Fort Distillery. Exciting times right now, Nathan. The lounge is back open. Yeah, finally. Yeah. So uh we are finally uh, opening again um, with limited hours. One of the hard things right now that I'm sure a lot of people have heard about is staffing. Um, it's hard to find staff right now. Like everything is sort of in flux, you know, because we're just coming out of COVID. So um, we are opening up. The hours are quite limited right now. So right now uh, we're open on Fridays from noon till eight and then Saturdays from 10 till six. So those are the cocktail lounge hours. We're still open for bottle sales Tuesday through Saturday from 10 till six. Um, but in terms of actual cocktail lounge, um, it's just Fridays and Saturdays. We have our patio here, which is open now, which is great. Um, we've got a couple tables out on the patio that you can come out and enjoy. And then besides our open hours, we're also doing a couple events outside of those hours. So um, we've had a couple food trucks come out, um, stuff like that. So, you know, we are doing some stuff outside of those open hours. So if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, you know, we'll always post when we have a, a special event coming up. Now, lots of Fort Saskatchewan businesses that we, we talk to have big plans in the future. I know the Fort Distillery is no different. Can you let us in on any of the plans you have in the coming years? You know, it's been a fast-growing business, and I would imagine it'll continue to be so in the next few years. Yeah, so, I mean, one of the big things that we're working on is expanding our distribution into the states. Um, so, uh, if you know the Fort Distillery, you probably know that we have a line of bottled cocktails called Tumbler and Rocks. Um, those have really taken off uh, in the last year since we launched them. And uh, there's a lot of interest in that brand. And so we're we're starting to sell those uh, those cocktails in the States as well as in BC and Saskatchewan. And so that side of the business uh, is growing quite quickly. We've been able to expand into uh, the neighboring bay next to us. So now we have two bays that are kind of joined together. Um, and uh, we're bringing in some bottling equipment to increase our efficiency. Um, so really kind of uh, increasing the production and the distribution side of the business has been uh, really successful over the last year and, and hopefully continues to grow um, really well. So now on the personal side of things, Nathan, what sort of things do you like about Fort Saskatchewan as j just a resident? Do you, mm -hmm. do you like, uh, what do you, you and your family like to do, you know, in, in those hours where you're not uh, taking care of the Fort Distillery, which I know is quite a few hours of the day? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my wife and I live here. We have a year and a half 
uh, old daughter. Um, and so we, we love the kind of the family community feel of Fort Saskatchewan. Like I mentioned before, there's all the events, right? Which I mean, over the last year has obviously been less. Um, but before the pandemic, you know, we were always going to, you know, the Canada Day parade, the sheep coming back. Like there's always seems to be an event going on. Um, and then even through COVID, right, there was at least the farmer's market that we were able to enjoy. So the other thing that I find great about Fort Saskatchewan is all the parks, um, you know, great dog park to take our, our dog to, which we do quite often. And then there's a lot of parks uh, for us to take our, our uh, daughter as well. And so we enjoy doing that. There's a bunch of great local restaurants as well that we enjoy. Um, you know, the venue by Ken's Catering, we go quite often. Um, the Sandwich Factory downtown is another great one. Um, but besides that, there's there's tons of, of awesome local restaurants that we love to support as well. And then being close to the river is great. I like fishing. So, you know, I go fishing in the river every now and again. Um, and just, you know, kind of a beautiful place to live. It absolutely is. And Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today from the Fort Distillery. Make sure you check out uh, their reopened cocktail lounge. There is lots to see and do there and just a, a great ambiance there as well. Nathan, anything else you want to add? I think that's everything, Justin. Thanks. Sounds good. It is the Heartland Tour on Mix 107. There's Nathan from the Fort Distillery. It is the Heartland Tour on Mix 107. We have featured great communities in the Heartland over the last couple of months, and now we're featuring our home community of Fort Saskatchewan. Joining me on the line is the Executive Director of the Fort Saskatchewan and District Chamber of Commerce. It's Tamara Dables. Tamara, how are you? I'm great, Justin. And how about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Now, Tamara, you've been a really great champion for businesses across the Fort Saskatchewan area for a long time. So let's talk a little bit about the business community here in the area. How would you describe it? I would describe it as resilient and uh, community-spirited. And I just honestly just amazing. It's one of those things right now that we've talked about before where it's about shopping local uh, is more important than ever right now. And the fact of the matter is Fort Saskatchewan has tons of businesses of all shapes and sizes and uh, different things available. What is the best way folks can support local business? Uh, Of course, uh, purchasing from local businesses would be at the top of the list, I'd imagine. I think that that's the the one that we can all think of when you think about supporting the fort. Your fort uh, is shop local. We have a diverse selection of almost everything here in the fort. You don't need to leave uh, for sure to get what you need. Um, but there are other ways to support your the local business community that don't have to cost you a dime. Just um, you know, like and share their posts. Pay attention to them on social media. Post a review. Uh, there's Google reviews and Facebook reviews, and those things matter. I know I'm not the only one who looks at those when I'm trying to determine what I'm going to do next. Shopping local has another arm to it too, and I, I'm always happy to be uh, at this place uh, at least once every two weeks, sometimes every week. And I'm talking about the Fort Saskatchewan District Chamber of Commerce Farmers Market. Yeah, helping those small businesses like that, e- even those in-home businesses that uh, pop out every once in a while for the farmer's market. Uh, That's an important thing as well. We love this farmer's market, and I know the community uh, does too. We have, you know, twelve to 1,500 people come out every week to support these small businesses. And you're right. A lot of them are home-based businesses. A lot of them, uh, there are several of them that this is their sole source of income doing the farmer's markets, and they're all delightful. And there's, there's always a treat you find that you weren't expecting. It is a fun, community-safe event to be coming to. And it's always a cool thing to be able to just go to one of those booths. You're talking to the actual person who made the product or picked the product. It's really a different kind of commerce doing things that way. 
Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's really interesting when you get to talk to the person who handcrafted that beautiful cutting board or picked those the you know the cucumbers you're going to use for your pickling. Uh, it's just it's it's a different feeling. One of the the great ways that you guys at the Chamber of Commerce support businesses and recognize businesses is through your business awards, and you're kind of in the midst of that right now. We are. We are. There are three stages to the Business Awards, and, and the community came out, and we are so appreciative of them, with nominations in the first stage. We had uh, about 400 nominations, and now we are in the collecting the questionnaires from our from our semi-finalists, and the judging will begin uh, the early September. And, of course, the... Um, Fiesta de Resistance. I am not French, and I apologize to anybody who heard that. But uh, the best part, of course, is the Business Awards. It is the Oscars of Fort Saskatchewan, and uh, and and everybody likes to come out to this event. This year, it is a Roaring Twenties theme. We're going to do gin and jazz at the Shell Theater. Justin Pontier with you on the special Heartland Tour edition of the Mix Morning Grind as we feature Fort Saskatchewan today. The Executive Director of the Fort Saskatchewan and District Chamber of Commerce, Tamara. Dables is on the line. Tamara, what does the future look like for Fort Saskatchewan business? I think that uh, the last 18 months has really proven to us, and I've mentioned it already, how resilient our business community truly is. And so as we look to the future, um, people are looking strategically at how are they going to remain competitive or stay open. Um, and, and we're hopeful as the economy seems to be opening up, and, and hopefully things will stay that way um, as as we move forward. So one of the things I think that's going to happen is you're going to see that um, businesses are, are moving quickly in terms of changing to the environment. They're responding uh, much as opposed to reacting. They're very proactively looking forward. And I think we're going to see, uh, continue to see that happening. Also, I wanted to ask you on the personal side of things, Tamara, taking off your, uh, I know you actually never take off your executive director <laughs> hat with the Fort Saskatchewan District Chamber of Commerce, but on the personal side of things, what do you and your family like about the community? What are some of the things that you guys like to do uh, in the evenings, on the weekends, that sort of thing? You know, Justin, we've been here 18 years next month, and we, we moved here with young, with young children. I had a nine-month-old and a, and a two-and-a-half-year-old at the time. And um, we moved to Fort Saskatchewan because of the family vibe, because this community surrounds one another and, and backs each other up. So we, we just love that. Uh, and, and throughout the pandemic, we were able to, uh, despite you know, that, that feeling of disconnect I think a lot of us felt, we were at the West River's Edge, you know, walking the trails, watching the families on the ice. I don't skate. Justin, it's a, it would be a disaster, and no one wants to do that. <laughs> so I enjoyed watching other people skate. I'm thinking about taking up cross-country skiing. We use the trails. We see the sheep. So I go to the dog park a lot with, the, with our puppy bandit, and my puppy is 10 years old, so not such a puppy anymore. But I don't know, but a month ago I noticed the, the goats. This is new. I, I heard it's been here all summer, but that was the first I saw it. So I just... We've got such an interesting community. I love so much about it. Tamara Dables, Executive Director of the Fort Saskatchewan and District Chamber of Commerce. Thanks so much for spending some time with us today on the Heartland Tour. We appreciate it and have a great rest of your summer. You too, Justin. Thank you. Hey, it's Justin Pontney on the Mixed Morning Grind as we celebrate Fort Saskatchewan on the Heartland Tour, our final Heartland Tour stop of the summer. Kyle Bjornsson joins me now, the curator for the Fort Heritage Precinct. Kyle, how are you? Good. How are you, Justin? I'm doing fantastic. How's your summer been? been pretty good 
So Kyle, let's talk a little bit about uh, the history of Fort Saskatchewan. Nobody knows it better than you. It is your daily job inside and out. And well, I kind of want to know a little bit more about the beginnings of our community. So the, uh, the settlement of Fort Saskatchewan really begins with the, the Northwest Mounted Police. So they come out west on what's called the, the March West in the summer of 1874. Um, they leave from, from Manitoba and they split off um, around a place called Rush Per Se in Saskatchewan around sometime in, I believe, July of 1874. They weren't finding a lot of potable water along the way. And so animals were getting sick. Some of the men were sick. Uh, Inspector William Dummer Jarvis volunteered to lead about 20 men and some of the sicker animals and separate and go up to Fort Edmonton rather than continue on with the, the rest of the force to Fort Whipup around Lethbridge. Uh, to kind of put an end to the whiskey trading down there. So they made that trek up to uh, Fort Edmonton. They made it um, by the end of October, November uh, 1874, and they wintered over there. Um, but they decided to, uh, in the spring, come to Fort Saskatchewan. So there's some kind of um, stories about how uh, some of the people in Edmonton and Richard Hardesty, who was the Fort Factor, um, being a little too forceful with Jarvis of wanting him to build the fort across uh, the river from uh, where the university is now. Um, and Jarvis apparently didn't really like being told what to do. So he decided that he was going to uh, head downstream to where we are now. But uh, apparently there were actually already plans by uh, Superintendent McLeod and Jarvis to uh, set up here because the, the slopes of the riverbanks are uh, a little gentler here. And so um, they thought that the railway was actually going to come here. And the original plan for the Canadian Pacific Railway was actually to come up through uh, roughly where Fort Saskatchewan is now, and then down to the Yellowhead Pass. But then that changed, and they decided to take a more direct southern route and go through Fort Calgary, um, and then that way. Uh, so that's really how we end up here is in the spring of 1875. They built the fort here. There's already the um, farming community in the Morrow or Lamaru, whatever your preference is. Uh, it seems to people pronounce it either way. Um, so there were already the, the Lemero brothers over on the other side of the farming. So it was the farming community. There were some indigenous people are in this, in this area as well. It's a little further North, better access to people kind of settling up further. So that's where the settlement, um, really begins is when those 20 people plus, uh, their Métis, um, teamsters as well come here and they build the fort in the spring of 1875. And then settlement starts to build around that and people kind of, come in, set up farmsteads, and the town develops. Um, they, they really mark up what is our downtown by the 1890s. But it's kind of a growing community even by the 1880s. And then by about the time the railway arrives in 1905, there's about 500 people living here. So is that one of those things? Because it seems like talking about some of the other communities throughout the West, whenever a railway would come through, you really saw expansion then. The expansion really kind of starts in the years leading up to the the um, arrival of the Northwest Mountain, or sorry, the, the Canadian Northern Railway line. Then it doubles after that in the next kind of five years and then kind of plateaus at about 1,000 until the arrival of uh, Sherrod Gordon and the industry in the 1950s. And that's, we don't see it really double until then. And then you, we end up with about 2,000 in sometime in the 1950s, then up to about three to 4,000 in the early 60s, and then kind of continues to grow from there. But it kind of stayed pretty, a little stagnant at around 1,000 people from about 1910 or so up until... 1950s. Kyle Bjornsson is the curator for the Fort Heritage Precinct. Talked to lots of folks that, you know, we're talking about the future of Fort Saskatchewan because it is so bright and there's so many opportunities. Uh, but, you know, it does pay to look back and to see our history. And it, and it must be a kind of a cool job for you. You have a very unique job, Kyle, uh, to be able to look back into history every single day and and kind of do a little bit of d- detective work, I would imagine, in figuring some of this stuff out, right? 
yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's the, the favorite part of my job is learning all these little details about the community. Um, you know, my my training is really I'm a civil war historian, US Civil War historian. So, but I find myself more interested in kind of social history and learning about those aspects of the community, particularly the early years, um, how it kind of developed and how people kind of interacted with each other and, and those kind of things and kind of digging into those details and, and finding that out. Most of the long-term residents of the area or long-term residents of Fort Saskatchewan know a good a good amount about the Fort Heritage Precinct grounds. And those who maybe don't or are new to com- the community, because there's plenty of them, what can you give us as far as background on uh, the Fort Heritage Precinct and, and maybe what it's like today for people to come and check out? So the Fort Heritage Precinct, uh, it used to be, it was formerly known as the Fort Saskatchewan Museum and Historic Site. Uh, it was started by the Fort Saskatchewan Historical Society, um, in the late 1960s and 1970, they were given a, a piece of land on the corner of the jail property, which included the, the courthouse. Um, and they built this machine shed and open shed to kind of show off farm equipment and some things like that. And they started bringing over some older houses from what is known in the Forts, uh, Fort Saskatchewan district. Um, so some stuff that is now Strathcona County, like uh, areas around Josepher and things like that. So we have um, the Castle School. We also have the Bolton School. And those are over from that area, kind of more a little bit more northeast of here um, that kind of tell um, that story, early education, um, and we use some of it for, for our program space. We also have the Soda Lake Church to give a little bit of that early kind of um, religious history. That's from closer to Beggarville. Um, uh, but we also have the Dr. Henry House, which used to be on uh, 103rd Street and 99th, right on the corner. Dr. Henry was uh, the most uh, prominent um, doctor in town between 1918 and I believe he stopped practicing in the 1950s. He passed away in 1963. And so you can see his house, um, how he would have lived um, probably in the 1920s, 1930s, that era. Uh, we also have a blacksmith shop. Uh, that, that's purpose built, but you can get kind of an idea of, you know, the work that would have been done in a blacksmith uh, shop and you see some farm equipment. Uh, they have the courthouse, which we do some temporary exhibits in uh, as well. It changes up. That was built in 1909. So that was an important part of the community for a long time. Uh, it was used by the jail for a little while. And we also have the warden's residence, which is where I am. It's in my office. We also have uh, a little bit of the jail history here. So obviously for Saskatchewan, we still have the, the provincial correction facility here, but we, the original jail was uh, built in 1915 um, and it was in use until I'm forgetting now, 1987, 1988. <laughs> I'm losing the date. Um, uh, yeah. So we have a lot of different history here. We're not open at the moment, but we'll be opening um, pretty soon in September uh, again. And so we're open year round. You can book tours through us and then they usually take around two hours and you can come in and you get um, one of us walking around and telling you about the, the history of, of Fort Saskatchewan in the area. And it is a very rich history. That's Kyle Bjorn, Absolutely. curator from the Fort Heritage Precinct. Uh, Kyle, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think that's it. Yeah. Thank well, you for having me on. Well, I appreciate your time and teaching us all about our history here in Fort Saskatchewan on the Heartland Tour, powered by OK Tire. It is the Heartland Tour today as we celebrate Fort Saskatchewan. Jamie Shaw is with us from OK Tire, Fort Saskatchewan. Jamie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Now, the 107 Days of Summer is powered by OK Tire, so you guys have been the main sponsor throughout the 107 Days. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the community involvement with OK Tire. It's a pretty important thing to you guys. Yeah, we uh, we've been part of the community for a little while, and and it's really great to see all the small town businesses and supporting each other. And it's uh, it's been a great start, especially just I mean we just opened March first, but already it's been a 
it's been great to be part of this community. I want to ask you personally, Jamie, uh, you live in the Fort Saskatchewan area here. What are some of the things that you love doing? What, what are some of the things about Fort Saskatchewan that just make it such a special place to live? Um, it's been great. I, I actually moved from BC, and so one of the uh, things that we love doing around here is going to all the different uh, trails in the area, the walking trails. Uh, the River Valley is so beautiful around here, even just our Fort Saskatchewan River Valley area. Um, and uh, I also just love the sense of small town this this community has. You know, it, it never has ever felt big here. It always feels like you kind of every you know everybody in the area. We're going to get to know even more people coming up on Thursday. We're going to be live on location, Jamie. Yeah, we're really excited. This is another area where we can kind of showcase some more businesses and some more supports in the area. We have uh, we have a great rescue that's coming in to help do the free barbecue for everyone and hopefully get some donations and maybe even some puppy snuggles in the area. And uh, and next door, we have a great soup and sandwich shop that we love. And there's just a lot of great community in the area, and we can't wait to see everybody on Thursday. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to be there. I hope you will be too. Jamie's going to be there as well. It's OK Tire Fort Saskatchewan, our main sponsor for the 107 Days of Summer, part of the Heartland Tour right here on Mix 107. Jamie, thanks so much, and we'll see you Thursday. We can't wait. Thanks so much.